Hi everyone, welcome to episode 32. So one thing I wanted to talk about today is how to go about working and choosing on what to work on, like uh, finding your idea. Recently I was on a um, product journey podcast. Uh, I was interviewed by Noah Bragg and Ben Mann. That's the best name in our maker community, Ben Mann. I don't know if there's been any better name than that. Hi, Ben, if you're listening. If you're not, that's okay. So we got to talk about Noah and how he you know, was being frustrated on searching on what to work on next, what sort of idea to work on, what startup to, to choose to dedicate his time. And it got me thinking in how I would go about it if I were to choose another idea to work on besides Claritask. And these suggestions I have, I definitely wouldn't rec- recommend you go this way, but this is my experience, sort of my context. And if you find anything that's helpful from that, uh, please go ahead and make it better. But this is the way I would do it. And this is not necessarily sort of an entrepreneurial way to go about this. And uh, first thing I would start about sort of learning who follows me, who follows my blog, who listens to my podcast, who follows me on Twitter, on Quora, wherever I'm sort of more active in the sense of uh, where I talk about things that I build, sort of my sense of business in these communities and the social networks or even LinkedIn, I would really look into who follows me and who sort of um, uh, follows what I talk about, what I offer. And then I would look who I follow in these sort of um, uh, social networks and then see if there's any cross between those groups and make maybe a certain persona, certain group of people. And... um, in no way, this is a linear sort of approach of doing this. It's just how I would go about it, the way I would make my notes. So I would look at who follows me. I would look at who I follow. I would try to build similarities between these groups. And then um, with all that, I will I would search the market in general. Uh, what sort of, you know, what sort of products are being bought by users Um, what's maybe a market currently that is underserved with a uh, mediocre product that is maybe expensive where I can build a leaner product and um, maybe at a better price, better offering. But then again, look how all that fits with these groups of people that I follow, that follow me, and then try to mesh that into some sort of idea of what I can build next. Um, as a sort of um, deal breaker, as a cherry on the top of the cake, I would look at what interests me currently. So if I'm into books or if I'm into art or if I'm into um, building some kind of product that um, is currently interesting to me at this moment, I would bring that into the picture and see how that interests fits with the way I'm um, experiencing the movement of the market and how that ties in with these group of, of people that I'm a part of and basically just sort of 
try to get an educated guess or an idea of who potentially might um, buy from me. So that's sort of the way I would I would go about that. Um, I'm not a big believer into validating an idea in a sort of linear way where there are books and consultants and various blogs that say, you know, first things first, you should do this. And then after you do that, you should do this. And then after you've done that, you should do this, but you should never do that before you do this other thing. And I think that's very tedious, that's very technical, and it just um, leaves out the soul of the product, which is you building that product. So I would rather go with a guess and sort of have a feel about what I want to build and what I want to bring in this world and why that product should exist rather than go in this sort of tedious, uh, technical, very specific way into getting to the idea. And then once you start building the idea, you're sort of left with this, oh, well, you know, I did uh, A, B, C, D that this book suggested and I'm working on this idea. And that's the explanation behind it. Like there's nothing else. There's no life to it. And I don't buy into that. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Whoever does that, that's great if it works for them. Um, In my context, that doesn't work well with me. I definitely take bits and pieces from these various methods that I've picked up over the years. Or, you know, recently I've read the mom uh, the mom test. Um, and, uh, you know, there's definitely great things in there, how you should go about asking people on what they're frustrated about and how to sort of have a feel if they want to pay for that problem they're trying to solve or maybe that problem is not solvable or they're solving it in ways that you can never solve with an app. Um, I definitely get that. And I definitely pick up clues and ideas from these methods. But I like to go about the whole thing a little bit more holistically where I try to get a feel about what I want to build. And I would never do this thing in a day. I would give it maybe a month. And recently what's working for me is as I'm planning my life, my work and personal life, every morning and every night I'm looking at the big picture tasks that I have in front of me. And every day I'm sorting reorganizing, making them better, getting rid of goals and ideas, um, saying no to more things. And I see, like for the past month, I've been doing this pretty religiously every, almost every day. And I see how my list is getting smaller, is getting more specific. My vision ahead is getting more specific. My understanding of my limits is getting more specific. Um, I'm getting more calmer. I'm getting more motivated. I have this sense of not happiness, not sadness. It's just sort of a a sense of being. And I'm crediting all that to me, just looking over at my list over and over again every day. And as my circumstances change, I'm changing my sort of outlook ahead. And I'm part of that whole move that I have within me. Um, Even spiritually, I guess, in a way, Um, I don't want to sound too, um, um, what's the word? I can't find the word. I don't want to sound too sort of, uh, you know, 
like I'm making these ideas like up in the air and just connecting dots as I feel. Um, not necessarily, even though I do that, but just sort of, you know, giving things time to build, to sort of bubble up in a way. Um, if I have, let's say, 10 goals ahead, I want them to compete on their own without me having to force them. And the way they compete on their own is based on my circumstances, based on my abilities, um, something specific that's happening on me or maybe some goal changed ahead and I'm seeing it differently. So everything is sort of bubbling up on its own and I'm, I'm loving that process. So I would go the same way about a new idea. I would start gathering information, making up lists and then every day looking at the list and then gathering more and just sort of trying to not be inundated with uh, an overload of information. Like I have to be careful about that because I don't want to know everything about an idea. So it doesn't discourage me. I want to know enough of knowing that, hey, maybe this is something that people would buy, that I would be happy bringing into the world, that I can make a sustainable living and feed my family. So I would give this new idea maybe like a month's time to sort of just write things down. So first things first, I would write a couple of ideas down as I'm researching the market, my followers, who I'm following, the ideas I'm interested about. And then slowly every day as I'm reading blogs, as I'm reading tweets, and I'm interacting with people just at night or in the morning, just really looking at those ideas and seeing what sticks and what doesn't. And then maybe taking an idea and or two and then just overworking them a little bit, pushing them far and then see how far they go. And then maybe like about a month or two months, I would I would believe this process of mine, this holistic sort of thing would bring about something that I would be interested in building and something that potentially would um, uh, be successful. Now, regardless of what I do or what any other method suggests, uh, one thing's for sure, you never know. You could be Facebook and you can make something new and it could fail. You could be Google and make something like Google Plus and nobody would care. And then you can be somebody like a bootstrap founder like me and make something that blows up uh, overnight. Uh, you never know that. Um, we're, we're taking the best ideas and the best experience that we have and we're putting our best foot forward. And just trusting that process I, I think is very important to move forward. We'll, we'll always have doubts, whatever we're building on. Even if we're making 50K today per month, we're still going to have various doubts about what we're doing. But I think what keeps us going is caring about that thing, caring about what you're offering to that crowd that you care about. And that little nudge, I think, is very important to pushing you forward and keeping you interested. In my case, I love... Clarity task in a way that it helps people better organize their day, their work. Uh, I love it that it helps me. Um, I'm completely off my notebook recently. I used to keep daily notes in my notebook. I don't do that anymore. And it happened gradually. I keep everything on Clarity task. The only thing, uh, the only reason I use a notebook nowadays is that if I'm programming and I'm scratching ideas down or maybe I'm trying to solve like calculation or some some way of some of some sort or maybe I'm sketching a logo about or a graphic or whatever so that's the reason I'm using a notebook these days so just to get back to what I was talking about when you care about that thing when you're interested in about that interested about that thing I think that's what will keep you moving forward even when you have doubts 
Um, now, you should also know, um, I keep telling this myself all the time, knowing when to quit. Uh, so you don't have to wait until they drag you out of the stadium. You know, when everything falls apart, I think that's the worst part to 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 quit. Like you should anticipate something. You should have a feel about where things are going. I think that's very important in being an entrepreneur because we don't have a lot of time in this world. And we don't want to be working 20 years on something that maybe it's timing or maybe it's too early or maybe... You know, um, I don't know, it just doesn't fit with the current market or industry or maybe the context is wrong and we can't find that context. So I think it's very important to know that balance and not being afraid to quit, um, even though you might have doubts that, you know, it could go forward. If you quit, that's fine too. But I think all of us here in this journey that we have, I think we never quit from our overall goal, even though we quit sort of, different vehicles that we try to get to that goal, whatever that goal is in, in our life. So I think, you know, quitting on little vehicles that we choose to get to that goal is totally fine um, because our overall ultimate goal in life doesn't change much where we're trying to go. Uh, so it's completely okay to do that. And I don't think, you know, you should judge yourself and any, anyone should judge you or me or anyone that does that. So that's how I would go about... Um, building a new product um and then you know should you build it before you know you start to get interest i think you should build uh, something uh, just so people see it because if you don't uh people are maybe going to say yes uh just trying to be nice even though the mom test book tells you how to um to avoid that um to avoid those sort of uh answers I think you should start building something, even if it's an Excel sheet, some sort of flow or like some some sort of, I don't know, um, something that this product does. So it could excite you into building it. And if you show it to someone, they can get excited too, you know. So I think you should have something. You shouldn't just, you know, start collecting. It's it's important to start collect emails and, you know, just have a landing page. But it's, as you talk to people... If some of the conversations start exciting you about a certain specific aspect of that product, I think it's very important that you build that. There's a, Even if you're not a coder, there's a lot of no-code um, apps out there that you can put something together that works, that you can show your clients or your prospects. And if something bubbles up from various conversations you have with these people, you can start having a feel and you know knowing the objections these people have. So next time you talk to someone similar, you can have that objection um, you can overcome that ob objection by having something ready and saying, hey, yeah, you know, a lot of people talked about this and here, here is how I'm solving that. You know, do you mind if I show it to you, etc. And then um, from the marketing uh, perspective, what has worked for me is just putting everything out there, like not really caring about being judged, you know, not, <clears throat> not really caring about sounding stupid even, you know. Like I say a lot of things uh, that I contradict myself uh, somebody told me um, uh, about one of the op episodes, I had said something which I, you know, um, did, not that I didn't end up doing that, but I did something different. And I don't want to hold myself back. And I want this show to be sort of a a history once I'm done with this product, whenever I'm done with it, a history of what it is for someone that goes through from zero to 10K, like what happens? And I don't want to sugarcoat any part of it. 
Um, if I have an idea and a goal I want to try for the next week or the next month, I will say it. And then in the meantime, if something changes, if a context or, or my situation changes, of course I will change my mind. Like I'm not going to hold myself back by something that I said based on some context of that specific time and place. Um, I don't know how that sounds. Maybe that sounds really bad. But overall, my goal is to have a product that will be sustainable in the long run. And I'm willing to try everything that I can to get to that point, you know, find find its position in the market, find what works with it, find the perfect clientele that is sort of coming through a pattern of some, some channel that I have found, you know, and everything that I will try, I want to put it out here um, in this podcast, in my tweets, and even sometimes a potential client may look or a paying client may, may listen to this podcast or look at my tweets. I don't want to hold back. Um, I know my paying clients know where I'm coming from and they're very respectful of what I'm trying to do. And I'm not worried about that. You know, the, the clients that I have, um, most of them get to know me as I'm helping them use Claritask. And all this journey is part of that. They're part of it. I'm part of it. So everyone is sort of in this together, and I want to put everything out there. So going back to what I was talking about marketing, I think it's very important that early on you start talking about what you're building. And as you do that, you're going to hear a lot of people that care, and they're going to tell you, they're going to give you an advice, they're going to say something that is going to propel you to the next step that you could never have known otherwise if you were just working in your computer, not sharing anything, and just sort of having everything in your mind. Um, because if you do that, like, you're not going to grow. Um, usually what helps me is I'm working on something. I tell it like it is. After the podcast, after the tweet, somebody writes me and tells me that I'm wrong, that I should do the other thing instead, that they've done it and it didn't work, and maybe I should do this instead. And then I, I feed off of that. And then maybe I don't take that advice entirely, but it sort of helps me reflect to what I'm trying to do and then improve that from what I was initially attempting to do. So it's very important from that perspective to really share. Um, all this information that I'm putting out there, I'm talking from a bootstrap founder who's self-funding a product, who's not willing to take any VC money, who maybe I will, I don't know if I will ever hire someone full-time. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll get to 10K on my own with a part-time developer of some sort, or maybe a full-time, I don't know. So you should know that this context I'm talking from, uh, it's from a bootstrapped founder's self-funded sort of point of view. Um, a coder, a designer, a marketer, a writer, podcaster, everything that I do on my own, this is sort of the context I'm in. So, you know, when you judge everything that I'm saying, just know that that is sort of where it's coming from and maybe it'll make more, more sense. So everything that I said in this episode is, is maybe bad advice uh, because there are other ways to make money online and maybe from an entrepreneurial point of view, is somebody that's more entrepreneurial than me, they will maybe find a product that does makes a lot of money and they have some money in the bank and maybe they find a way to copy that product, make it easier, 
put some money in Facebook ads, find a channel that brings them leads and then they convert them. Like that's that's another way to do it too. Like there's people that do that. For me, I sort of want to leave a trail behind of what I'm building. So when I look back into this or when someone looks back into this, there's some substance to it. There's something that not only I benefited from, but I sort of left behind this information that potentially will help someone else um, not specifically step-by-step step sort of thing, but it will help them inspire of what they can do. You know, if if I ever make it with Claritask, like these stories will be very inspirational to sort of knowing that journey and I want to leave that behind. And the reason I say that is all what I've said in the beginning of the show where I want to work on something that I'm interested in that is for people that I follow, people that follow me. I'm not necessarily looking for a market that is maybe selling gadgets in Japan and making them in China and it's making a margin of this amount of dollar and all I'm doing is getting money from this whole process, which is great, nothing wrong with making money, but I sort of want to have some sort of story into what I'm building, some sort of you know, trail, some sort of um, togetherness with my clients and and me and, and whoever's involved in it and my friends especially, my online friends who've been so helpful, so many of you and my listeners. So I want all that to like mesh into this whole thing and that's that's sort of where all my, um, uh, all my, I guess, ideas about how to go about a product come from. Um, so yeah, that's the whole episode. Uh, we'll talk about Claritask uh, next uh, episode. Uh, if you have any questions, just um, hit me on Twitter at Valsopi, and I'll make sure to reply and, and see direct messages. I think they're open. Uh, so yeah, uh, talk soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.